Good evening and welcome to the Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Curry. A weekly inside look at Golden Bears football along with high school football score updates from around the metro area. Now let's join your host for the Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow. And this is the Coaches Show with head coach Shannon Curry golden bears of concordia st paul hello again everybody i'm wally langfellow glad to have you along on our season wrap-up show of the coaches show and coach uh boy i i guess when you aside from the fact that you lost the last game of the year against winona 20 to 10 um when you look back at this season uh, overall you you've got to be pleased with the fact that you've made another step forward uh a six win season and uh, a lot of good things happened this year for your club. Yeah, I would agree. I, you know, looking back, um, definitely we made progress. I think that's always the goal is to have the improvement, you know, from one season to the next. And certainly the goal is to improve from week to week, you know, like we were just talking about some of the high school teams. Um, and, and I'm not sure we initially did that all the time. And that's something we want to uh, improve on. But we played some teams very competitively, some good teams. You know, we beat a team that's going to the playoffs. We lost another one that's you know, going to the playoffs by one. Um, and, and, you know, we don't get caught up in the, you know, the wins and the losses. Honestly, we try to really focus on the process, you know, with the things that's going to that's gonna impact the wins and losses. That's what we try to focus on. At the same time, at the end of the year, you want to have a better record than you had last year. Um, and, and I'm glad we did that. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that, you know, a couple of teams, one team that you beat and another team that uh, you lost to, and obviously the Augustana loss by one point was um, – uh, you know, you guys played a great game. Maybe one of your best games of the season, honestly. Yeah, I believe so. I think they're certainly a very good team, and I thought we played really well with a lot of emotion that game. We had opportunities to to win, and you know, we had the lead you know until 52 seconds left in the game. Um, so you kind of where you want to be. We just have to learn to close all games. And as we look at the off season, it's really about how do we how do we make the program a little bit better than it is. You know, how do we play better? How do we score more points? You know, how do we clean things up? Um, and, and it's there's a lot of factors and variables that contribute to what takes place on Saturday. But you know the games are won not initially during that Saturday. The games are won from now, you know, December this year um, through the winter, the winter workouts, the spring practices, the summer conditioning, the summer training, into fall camp, and then from week to week in the fall. So we we have to understand today is a day that's going to impact next year not not that particular game week and once we get a better understanding of that and do a better job today um you know we're gonna we're gonna make more strides towards winning more games next year i'm looking at this at the uh results from this season and really as we mentioned with uh we'll talk more about this with uh with your players coming up here in the next segment but really Outside of the game against Minnesota State, the loss to Minnesota State, either won or were in every game right till the end. I mean, there's <laughs> there's not much exception to that. Um, you know, you, you 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 beat Bemidji, you lost to St. Cloud in overtime, um, you won at Wayne State by a touchdown. You had a lot of close games, um, and, and even the losses, the loss at Minot State by one touchdown. You know, you lost by ten to Winona. Uh, you beat Southwest. We already talked about the Augustana defeat. So really, uh, com- being competitive week in and week out, and obviously you want to win all your football games, but I think that it looks to me like 
that's one thing that you have accomplished this year is now this this club is competitive every week. Yeah, that's part of the progression. You know, we were two at one point in, in as we started this program, we we're two and nine and not competitive whatsoever. You know, we won the two games, and then besides that, there wasn't any competitive games. Then we went to a a more competitive two and nine year. You know, then last year five and six, and we had three other games that were really close, and then this year six and five, but all games were close. We didn't get cracked by anybody this year on the schedule and that's how we we have to keep trying forward and just keep making improvements and it's a lot easier to recruit today than it was four years ago so mm. you know the, the the progress that's been made you know you'll see the fruition of that you know next year and years to come because you know the kids we bring in now are going to impact our program two and three and four years from now so you know um, as we keep improving you know those those improvements are going to be seen from year to year and we're excited about we know we're going to get better. Our best is certainly yet to come. Okay, let's um, delve into the final game of the season. Um, we haven't had a chance to do that yet, and we'll talk more about uh, the future and some of the kids that uh, are going to still be around. We'll talk about that a little later in the show. Um, the loss to Winona State, give me uh, your synopsis of uh, what happened, a 20-10 to 10, uh, loss here at Seafoam Stadium. Yeah, it was a disappointing loss, honestly. We didn't have a lot of positive things that came from the game. You know, we had – um, that offense it, really stalled, stalled out in that yeah, game. Yeah, we it? did. We offensively didn't play well. In fact, we only scored the 28 touchdowns on the year. In that scenario, we have to definitely rejuvenate. We have to get more offensive firepower and score more points. Our defense played well throughout the year, and that day the defense played well again. We gave up early two touchdowns off of poor field position, but then the defense didn't allow a touchdown from that point forward. But we started that game off slow. We had the three and out. And then we had a you know a couple of penalties on the punt team. We had a delay game as their punt block team was moving around. Uh, we we're trying to you know get the perfect protection. Unfortunately, that led to the delay game. And then right after that, we jumped. You know, somebody moved too quickly to get position. All of a sudden, we're fourth and twenty, and then a shank punt to, to boot. Two plays later, they score. Uh, then we had another three and out, and then they they score again. But that's all the touchdowns they scored on the day. But we just couldn't recover. You know, we. We had some penalties again in the game. We ended up this in the season. We we're fourth in penalties in the league, which is an upgrade from being towards the bottom last year. But you know, we can't have any penalties if we're trying to beat a good team. So, bottom line is we had we had two turnovers. Um, we didn't create any turnovers. They had a fake punt. They beat us in the special teams game. Their their kicker was great. He had a couple into the win. They had a fake punt that they got on us, um, and then they you know they just uh, they played great defense and. Uh, we have to find ways to move the ball and score more points. Yeah, and they, they did. They were able to shut you down. Were you surprised at your inability to move the football? Yes, absolutely. We expected to. You know, we wanted to score four touchdowns, and we thought we could. And then we you know, we only had the one. Um, so we just. Um, and that was after a turnover late yeah, in the game. It was. It, it was. It was a turnover that that uh, was created. So we we uh, have to do a better job of scoring points and. I think there's a lot of pieces to that too, um, so we're going to put some time, obviously, this off season and trying to, you know, find more ways to manufacture first downs. We got some good young talent we're excited about, um, you know. But that game, you know, we played good enough defense to win, but we didn't uh, score enough points. Yeah, um, you did have. You mentioned that uh, Danny had a, had a, a a shank punt, but then he kicked a field goal into the wind from 40 yards out. And I'm not talking about just any ordinary wind. And I was actually surprised that you decided to kick a field goal there 
because that wind was howling. That was about the strongest wind I've ever seen directly into the face of the kicker. And you went out there, you didn't, you didn't even hesitate. You sent him out there to kick a 40-yard field goal, and he made it. Well, we were fourth and 12, and we weren't going to kick the field goal. But then, you know, because it was fourth and 12 and we weren't moving the ball rule, I didn't have a lot of confidence in a fourth and 12 call. Uh, so, therefore, we decided to kick, and he did a nice job putting the win. That was that gave us three points, make it 14-3. Um, you know, in a close, tight defensive game like it was, you know, it's uh, you know that those points are critical. Um, but you know, we need to score touchdowns, and we just have to make more big plays down the field. We have to, have to, we have to get open. We, you know, we have to throw the ball accurately, and you know, to pass protect and allow the quarterback to to make the throws. So it's a combination of a variety of things. But um, you know, we're excited about trying to, you know, make those improvements so we can put more touchdowns up next year. Yeah. All right, um, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to hear from a couple of your players, Alex Matheson from Sun Prairie and Foster Consett from Wyzetta. Those are our guests coming up next, and then uh, you and I will wrap things up a little bit later. Sounds good. All right, he is the head coach of the Concordia Golden Bears, Shannon Curry. I'm Wally Langfellow. We're back with more here on The Coaches Show after this timeout. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Goldmare fans, did you know that this coaches show, along with our CSP Bears podcast, is available to subscribe in iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio? The CSP Bears podcast is a new way to get people behind the scenes in Concordia Athletics and is generally available on Thursday afternoons. And the coaches show will be available on the pod late Friday evening or early Saturday morning. Just search CSP Bears for our weekly podcast and coaches show. We're listening to The Coach's Show with Golden Bears head football coach, Shannon Courier. And The Coach's Show continues, and we are joined now by a couple of Golden Bears players, Alex Matheson, a junior from Sun Prairie, and Foster Consett, a junior from Wyzetta, although possibly three years of football left, right? <laughs> yes, sir, yep. <laughs> That's what Coach says. <laughs> okay, uh, let's start with you, um, Foster. Uh, you came here in from UMD. Um, first of all, why the change? What, what made you switch, and what have uh, what were some of the factors? Some of the factors were um, I uh, was actually released from the team, um, so I came here, and I was given a great opportunity by Coach C and a couple other coaches, and it turned out to be one of the best decisions I've ever made. Um, I think Concordia has worked out a lot better than UMD has. I'm closer to home, closer to family, and uh, the coaching staff is, is night and day different from UMD. Um, so it was a couple of factors that, that led me here. Um, we don't have to go into all the details, but I think it, it worked out for the best to come here, and I'm, I'm really happy I did. What are you studying here? Exercise science. What are you going to do with that, or what do you hope to do with that? I hope to get um, into athletics in some way, whether it's high school or college. Um, I like to train athletes in the weight room or even sports administration. Um, anything to do with sports is what I'm looking for. Okay. Um, and, Alex, you have a – Similar tale, you come from another NSIC mm -hmm. school. Uh, you came in from Mankato to Concordia. Uh, tell us what your, about your transition from, from there to here. Yeah, um, my, uh, my story to CSP is a pretty long one. I'm a, my freshman year in college, 2013, 
Um, played 13, 14, and 15 at Mankato, one of which being a red shirt. Um, and then in 2015, tore my ACL. Um, had to sit out a year for that no matter what. And also, uh, I struggled in the classroom. And then getting hurt, lost all motivation. Ended up flunking out of school. Um, went back in the spring of 2017 to Mankato, trying to play football again. Didn't perform in the classroom again. Um, and then this fall, the fall of 2019, would have been the first chance for me to play again. Um, and up until, I think, July, I was just going to play at Mankato again. That's where I lived. But I'd been there for so long. All my friends had graduated. The guys on the team were different. Um, and lo and behold, Danny Laudette, a punter here at CSP, uh, I met three years ago through one of our specialist coaches. And he's just been pestering me. Just like a imagine that, <laughs> Danny pestering people. Yeah, he, he was literally like a woodpecker, just on the outside of the house that you can't reach, just sitting there pecking at at your siding. And finally, I just went and got the BB gun, took care of it, transferred up here, and uh, and I couldn't be happier. It, the coaches welcomed me, players welcomed me. Coach Curry's created a hell of an environment up here. It's a heck of an environment up here, and uh, um, it, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, school works out a lot nicer, smaller class sizes, a lot more focused teaching. And, the, and uh, like the same thing I said to Coach Curry when I walked in here today before this interview is that it's it's really nice after the season where like school doesn't make me nervous. Like, I'm excited about school and doing well. And I think a lot of that is the culture of Concordia St. Paul being open and welcoming. Yeah. Okay, let's talk some football. Um, Foster, we'll start with you. I uh, played linebacker. Uh, and you said you played linebacker in high school, and you did some running back, too, at high school, right, at Wyzetta? Yep. My sophomore year, I got the chance to start at linebacker. My junior year, I started at linebacker. And then my senior year, we needed uh, – Coach Anderson needed a running back, and I stepped up, and I started every game at running back and then also played a little bit of linebacker my senior year. And then um, I was recruited as a linebacker out of high school. Yeah. Um, tell me about the defense this year because, boy, every time – club got in trouble it seemed like the defense was there to uh i don't want to use the term bailout but certainly be there when they should be let's put it that way yeah our, our leader our, our coach during our defensive coordinator always said be where your feet are every play um what's fo- that mean focus on that single play don't look ahead don't look behind you made a bad play move on you made a great play move on to the next one and we had guys on the team who would just consistently make big plays obviously everyone knows Chris Garrett, All-American. We also had a bunch of guys who, who stepped up this year, like Dalton Smirchek at my position, and that was a guy who I could really look up to. He just made plays when we needed to, um, and that was just kind of the motto of our defense, you know, make a play when we need it, and, and that seemed to, to work out for us this year. Yeah, and you, have a lot of, you had a lot of outstanding individual play. Um, you mentioned Chris Garrett. Jackson Dobbs. I mean, you guys got you had some real talent on this defense this year, didn't you? We did. Yeah, we had some guys who, um, you know, could have the chance to play at the next level. Um, maybe they're still on the team this year, like Chris. But yeah, Jackson Dobbs was a six-year guy, and those are guys that the younger guys need to really look up to because we need to bring that energy next year and and learn everything that they uh, that their minds were thinking, and because because they were some some beasts out there. Alex. Um Long snapper. Um, yep. had, had you done that previously, or is that something you learned when you came to CSP, or what? So no, I uh, I started long snapping in seventh grade. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Before that, I was our youth football team's kicker, and then I got beat out. Maybe uh, may or may not have cried at practice in seventh grade, but hey, it's neither here nor there. Um, then my dad, who was a center in high school, was also my youth football coach. Was like, try long snapping. That's what I did in high school. It was fun. Like, 
if I had tried it, maybe could play to the next level. I was like, all right. Had a natural knack at it at that age, and then just over the years. And now that was, yeah, that's over 10 years ago now. And now I've been training, getting actual help from from professional guys. Trained with Kevin McDermott, who was a former Vikings long snapper. Trained with, um, and my coach, um, Special Teams University, uh, Kyle Stelter out of Eau Claire. He's helped me tremendously. He works with guys in the league. Um, Another coach, the guy that helped me uh, meet Danny, uh, named... um, Chris Hughesby out of uh, Maple Grove. He's a youth uh, youth kicking coach. He's a good dude, knows a lot of people, a lot of connections. Um, so that's that's how I got into long snapping. But uh, before, I'll take a little pride in this. I mean, Cato, I did play a line for three years. I was a subpar offensive lineman, but I was here. I was there. I was in this conference. <laughs> so you did play some old line. <laughs> I was going to ask you what, what got, you know, what would interest a person to, particularly at the in seventh grade, to be a long snapper. I mean, that's yeah. got to be pretty low on the list, if I remember being in, way back when, being in seventh grade. I don't, long snapper? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I, until recently, I uh, that was my second position. I was an off, I was a tackle before that, but now I, re- I really liked this season being just a long snapper. I had a lot of fun. It was nice to, nice to hone in, focus on just that. Um, so if anyone's thinking about it, be a long snapper. It's, okay. it's the dream. What is um, how much eligibility do you have left? Do you have one year? Yep, I uh, one year, one full year, so I'll be able to play spring and fall uh, in 2020. Um, Let's talk about the the final game of the season, uh, the 20 to 10 loss to Winona. Um, And I know Coach has talked about that. That's kind of a building rivalry over the years. Again, playing Winona and and the programs are, while they've had a lot of success, it seems like the programs are kind of on a a similar plane. Um, Very, you guys are pretty closely matched you lost the game 20 to 10 um what was uh what was the locker room like after after that last loss how what what, what was it like in there all the younger guys <clears throat> were just going up to each senior and thanking them and me in particular I was telling the seniors that you know I looked up to them I learned a lot from them um it was it was a sad locker room after the game we had just lost and we knew that that those seniors were going to take off their pads for the last time. So there was guys sitting in their in their locker and with their full pads on and not wanting to to have it be the last time. But it was it was a little bit sorrow in there. But there was also a little bit of excitement because um, you know we knew we knew that this crew was going to be together. Besides the seniors, we were going to be together for the off season and and I'd have a chance to to get Winona back next year. So. Yeah, same question to you, Alex. What uh, what were your thoughts when you walked into that locker room after the final game this year? Uh, yeah, pretty much the same as Foster. It uh, I did I did notice a difference like on the field after the game it was really sad. That's when I was saying goodbye to seniors. Everyone's on their pads. We just lost. It hurts. Everyone's well, a couple people cry. You know, you, you, last time you played football with some of your best friends. Um, get in the locker room, and to me, it kind of just seemed like it switched once we got in the locker room to more of a hopeful, fun. Like, hey, season's over. We had a good run. So, pretty disappointing season to be honest we thought we could have done a lot more than than six and five but at the same time to just like what Foster said it was really hopeful really excited for next season because we know the kind of talent that we got coming back yeah and in reality if you look at the losses really the only game and you were in it at halftime the only mm-hmm. game that you weren't really in was Mankato right am I am I wrong at that no you're 100 percent right it's looking back at it you know we think oh we could have been nine and two we could have been ten and one and it's easy to think about that because all the close games we had, but um, you just got to take that as as motivation for next year and kind of those close losses, take them as, hey, one play here, one play there, 
and that difference is is uh, is made in the off season. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, Alex, what makes you hopeful for next season? Um, yeah, uh, kind of just what I said before is just the amount of talent that we have coming back. It's the fact that everyone's starting to realize how good they are themselves. I feel like a lot of people in this game lack confidence in themselves because throughout the years you're getting yelled at by coaches. Oh, you got to be better at this. Got to do this. No one really, not a lot of coaches focus on the positives. And sometimes in losing programs, there aren't a lot of positives to focus on. So people get run down, you get sad, and then you start playing like you're run down and sad. But officially you're a winning program now. But now it's a winning program. It's a lot more hopefulness going into next season. We've taken that next step to above 500, best season in in quite a while. And now next year we're ready to take another leap, which is hopefully playoffs and maybe even more. Yeah. Well, guys, appreciate you coming in, spending some time with us. Uh, Good luck in the offseason. I know spring football is just around the corner for you. And uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again uh, come next fall. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for having us. All right. They are Alex Matheson and Foster Consett. Alex from Sun Prairie, Foster from Wyzetta. More here on the Coaches Show after this timeout. Make sure you download our new CSP Bears Game Day app in the App Store or Google Play Store. The free app helps you follow our football team and any of our other teams on campus. Simply search for CSP Bears, download the app, and select your favorite Golden Bears team to get notifications tailored to your settings. The app also allows you to get live stats and easy access to watch and listen to our games live right in the app. Search CSP Bears in the App Store today. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Now back to the Coaches Show with Wally Langfellow and Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Currier. And final segment of our season wrap-up show here on the Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow and the coach Shannon Currier. Well, Coach, um, quickly, uh, give me a talk a little bit about the, uh, t- the two players we just had on, Alex Matheson and Foster Conzen. Yeah, Foster Conzen came to us uh, a year and a half ago. You know, when you transfer within the NSIC, there's a – there's a rule that you can't be eligible right away. You have to sit one year. Uh, so both the two young men you talked to were transfers within this league. Uh, Foster coming from UMD and then Alex coming from Mankato. Uh, but both of them are phenomenal kids. Uh, Foster has done a great job since he's been here. And, you know, he's a real athletic linebacker. He was a starting running back for Wyzetta when he was in high school. That tells you a little bit about his athleticism. But his role as a freshman, I guess, on the field this year, he really – uh, continued to develop it, played more and more as year went on. The last two games had winning performances, played a lot of key special teams play for us, and we're, we're just really excited about his future. And he's locked in, and not only is he doing a nice job you know, on the field, but he's really made progress you know, in the classroom and really focused there. Uh, just real happy for you know, his, his growth. Um, and then Alex is a great long snapper, you know, played at Mankato State. Had the injuries, which probably led to some academic issues. And then, you know, uh, Danny doing the job that he did in terms of recruiting him. Um, Alex came here and, and did a great job for us this year, snapping balls. It allowed us to get Dalton Smirchek to be focused on linebacker, um, you know, because the more you put on a guy, the more reps they take. You know, it's just, it's just more uh, – it's harder. It's more, more challenging. So he did a nice job at long snapper and – both of them are great transfers, and we're, we're excited about that they have more time left with us. Do you anticipate, looking ahead, um, 
any more transfer kids coming in? That's a great question. Our our program now is 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 growing, and we have a really good foundation. And what, you know, the best way to build a college football program, I would I would think any coach would tell you, is they'd rather bring kids in as freshmen and then grow them up in their culture. Of course, you know, because those kids they don't know anything but whatever you teach them. But when they come as a transfer, you know, they have their past with them, and you know, they're looking out for themselves, rightly so. And it takes more time for them to kind of be part of the, the culture and build those relationships. So we're, we're not looking at as many transfers as we maybe have. We're looking at, you know, trying to get a couple of transfers at a couple positions, you know, but we're not going to have many. And we're not going to um, have transfer walk-ons anymore either just because, you know, kids that come here as a transfer, they're expecting to play, and it just doesn't do good for culture unless there's going to be somebody that's going to actually have a, a role that's that's more enjoyable for the young man. So we're trying to put kids in a better position when they come in our program. But we're really focused on just high quality freshman kids that are motivated, that love football. And because of our growth in a program and we're doing a better job recruiting, we have a lot more interest from kids that are you know in that that range at Rome. Uh, so we're excited about that, and you know it's going to continue to make our brotherhood better. And uh, this year's freshman class was fantastic. They really bought in and. We haven't had kids talking about quitting, you know, like every year in college football. It seems like after the season you have guys that, you know, they don't know if they want to be around. And I'm sure we'll have a couple of guys that choose not to continue playing college football because it's a, it's a lot of work and it's a grind. And not everybody has the role they want. But I feel like this year morning and the other year our retention will be phenomenal. And we're just excited to get back out of here soon with our offseason conditioning. And when you talk about maybe scaling back or not getting as many or looking at as many transfers, we're talking about junior college transfers too, aren't you? Absolutely. You know, yeah. I mean, because a young program, a lot of times when you come in at first, you have no choice but to bring in kids, junior college kids who absolutely. have a little bit of experience, so that you can have a, something to work with right away. Correct. That's that's the truth right there. You know, and I think you know, junior, and this is just a fact. It's not bad or good, but junior college student athletes are are going to cost you more because they have options. Somebody out there is desperate that's willing to pay a lot of money, you know, for a quality junior college transfer. Well, you know, we're trying to run this program the best we can, and that's being frugal with our dollars and, you know, trying to spread the money we do have to to the kids that can help us. And if we have to overpay for somebody, that's not that's not aligned with with maximizing all the resources we have. So we're we're gonna be better off trying to groom somebody, develop them, you know, and find some kid that's just very motivated. And and this year we had ten players that were significant uh, in our program and team in, in our season that came here without any scholarship money to start with. You know, so you know there's a lot of kids that not everybody gets a scholarship that comes in, and just because you don't get a scholarship doesn't mean you can't be a great player in the league either. At this level, it's just too hard. It's in every level. There's not a science to evaluating talent, and it's really hard to determine the intangibles that kids bring to the table. And and we're trying really hard to find out how motivated is somebody. We want to get the most motivated kids. You know, take Dalton Smirchak. You know, he, what is he five nine? You know, came in here on 185 pounds, and he's one of our best players, one of our best leaders. And there's you know Jake Tanner. He may be the smallest receiver. But he had eight catches on the game in, in the Winona State for over 100 yards. And we have kids that are bigger, you know, stronger, yet he was productive. Um, so, we're, you know, we're looking for guys that have that extra something about them that's going to impact other players as well as help them become the very best they can be. All right, I'm going to give you – and I know you could probably go on all day on this, but I want to give you a minute here to hit on some of the key losses um, – 
of your seniors and, and talk about them. You mentioned Jake Tanner. Obviously, you're going to be missing Max Hutton, your quarterback, next year. Um, give me a, just a quick synopsis of some of the kids that you're going to be missing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, first off, we'll start on defense just because our defense has made a lot of progress and our defense is playing well. But you know, it starts off front. We lose a, a bunch of good defensive linemen that are seniors. You know, Dylan Wood is a warrior for us. He played with a broken toe all year long. He's just very physical, a great leader. Jackson Dobbs, he was another key player up there. Kelly Pierce, a, a defensive tackle. Uh, Cole Marmore, who had some winning performances at the end of the year. TJ Jallo, those are all guys up front that we're going to miss. And we do feel like we have some good kids in the program that need to step up now. You know, it's time for them to grow and develop into those roles. And, and fortunately, we don't lose any linebackers or, or secondary players. Uh, on the offense, you know, we're our most, um, you know, the best player, maybe one of the best players in the conference, and Rich Kelly, the offense, offensive guard, he's phenomenal. A great leader, a three-year captain. You know, he's been an academic all-NSIC player four years. He was just named to Google Cloud, you know, uh, all-district academic last week, and he'll have more awards coming his way, um, you know, as we go. But he's a first-team all-conference player this year, one of the only, you know, four or five kids we have that are, are even considered in, in our conference. He's one of the two first-team all-conference players. You know, then uh, Ethan Ani, another senior uh, guard or tackle for us that's very talented. Max and Hutton had a great senior campaign for us. And then, then a variety of the rec- receivers that, that played for us. You know, Gabe Steed came on strong at the end. He dealt with an injury. Marcus Gustafson, Jabril Clouis, who was the guy we tried to, you know, get ma- mismatches and, and get him the ball here throughout the year. It was a one-year transfer. Um, MJ Williams, another senior, Jake Tanner. You know, and then uh, John Damro at tight end. So there's a, a variety of them. Uh, Chris Basuchu was a backup offensive lineman. Tristan Wemus, a backup offensive lineman. There was 22 in total. But those, to but those are some of the guys that left. And, you know, good programs have good seniors. And at the same time, they have guys in the program ready to step in. And, and we do need to have a couple of different uh, moves and, and have some great recruiting. But I feel like we do have a lot of quality young kids that can step in those roles and be successful too. All right, so Max Hutton, your quarterback, is he is a senior, so he is done. Um, who do you anticipate uh, competing for that job next August? Well, I mean, I think we have a couple guys that are are right there that have done a nice job in practice. You know, one is one is certainly um, Jared Olsgaard, who played well at Augustana. He played wider receiver for us. He's one of the more talented athletes. He's big, fast, very confident. So we're excited about what he can bring. And then Johnny Cervada, another transfer quarterback that redshirted this year from California that's different type of quarterback, has a phenomenal arm, uh, accurate, uh, loves football. He's going to work hard this offseason. You know, Abe Schwartz, who became the backup the last couple of games, is in the mix. Um, Darian Manning, another young man that redshirted uh, last year. Um, you know, so and then, then we'll have a couple freshmen, too, that we're recruiting that will be out in the mix. So, you know, we feel good about – the guys we have, and it's not a position that we have to go get a transfer. We feel like we have the guys in the program that can do the job out there, but we definitely want to add a couple of true freshmen that hopefully can be great as well. So um, we're, we're confident about the guys that we have that can step in and take it from where it's at. Okay. Well, um, I think uh, from an outsider looking in, it looked to me like uh, you guys made some strides this year. And uh, in general, you have to be pleased uh, as you walk away. Certainly, you, you would have loved to won more football games, but I think overall, uh, you had to be pleased with uh, how things went this year. Yeah, we were pleased, you know. Overall, however, now we're really focused on the next year. You know, we're um, that season's done, and you know, now it's all about how do we get better now? How, how do we get our team to 
to to work hard and we're trying to get key players within our program to make the noise now you know get get our players pushing one another our coaches can do so much but the more guys we have within the team that are pushing our teammates to to work hard do the extra work now um the better and that's that's what we're focused on right now we have a leadership meeting this afternoon to talk just about that and hopefully we can start making progress today towards towards next season they'll certainly have their time off you know thanksgiving break christmas break uh but but while we're here at concordia when they're around their teammates they can influence them in some fashion and plant that vision of being great and just start motivating one another to to work hard all right coach Appreciate the time, and uh, we'll look forward to uh, getting together again, oh, say about nine months from now. Sounds great. Looking forward to that, too. But but definitely enjoy the time uh, between then and now so we can hopefully make that progress. And, you know, I think in this profession you have to enjoy the journey because the years go by too quickly. You know, just the seeing those seniors leave, it, it, was, it was surreal just because it's it's great to see them move on and mature like they have at the same time. You know, just four years ago, they were freshmen that we recruited. And time goes really, really fast, and maybe you agree with this or not, but <laughs> as we get older, it seems like the time goes even quicker. Oh, yes. You know? and so, um, you know, being 49, you know, now you re- I recognize that I'm closer to the end than I am at the beginning. And uh, I'm just trying to – hopefully hopefully my best is coming, working hard to still improve. Um, but, but time goes by quickly, and it's important we all just enjoy that journey because that's what it's all about. All right, he is head coach Shannon Courier, the head football coach here at Concordia St. Paul. I'm Wally Langfellow. This has been the Coaches Show, our season wrap-up version. Until next time, have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to the Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Courier. Be sure to tune in each week throughout the season as we review and preview Golden Bears football right here on Minnesota Score Radio. We'll see you next time.